Oh, hello, this is Kim Davis, welcoming you again to a DMN one-on-one. And I have with me today Michael Philippe, who's CEO of Kelly Networks. Welcome to the broadcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Now, we're, we're sitting in um, an office just above Park Avenue. I can tell from your accent, like me, you're not originally from the United States. So, uh, where are you from? No, I'm from France, from Paris. Okay. <laughs> Sorry for the accent. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. The listeners are used to it. All, all kinds. Um, let's start off by talking, um, for those who don't know about it, uh, the genesis uh, of your business and where you sit in the space. Uh, one thing I should mention to start off with is that uh, a new story we wrote about last year is that you hit 2 billion video views per month, which is it's a large number by any standards. So what are you doing to get those views? What problems are you setting out to solve? Yeah, sure. So Kelly Network is a social video company. Uh, so we create video content uh, for different categories like gaming, uh, soccer, beauty, uh, tech and science. Uh, so it's all about creating content around people's passion. Um, and we do this for social platform and you know mobile devices. Um, so this is uh, what we do. So we have social channels, uh, we have original shows, um, and we are a content company. And we also use uh, a lot of technology um, just to perfectly under- understand the trends uh, in the media landscape, in the content landscape, uh, find content IDs, optimize uh, those shows for social distribution. So this is really where we are focusing on. And um, it's true that we grew extremely fast uh, from zero to two billion monthly video views. Um, and the reason is that there is a big opportunity right now to create new brands in the media landscape just because we are in this new distribution cycle where content is being consumed on social platform yeah. uh, and mobile devices. It's part of the, the whole move away from traditional television, cable, you watch the program when it's broadcast to consuming on the device you choose, the channel you choose, at the time you choose. Exactly, exactly. That's uh, especially true for millennials, uh, which spend most of their time you know, on social platform and mobile devices. Uh, and you know, the main pipes today are those platforms, uh, and this is why we're not trying to get people to our own O&O, but just you know, distributing content where people are. Okay. Um, and now, in terms of why it matters to brands, is it uh, purely about advertising, pre-roll, mid-roll, that kind of advertising, or are you also doing a kind of experiential content where uh, the brand is supported by the content rather than by, by exactly? Ads? That's exactly it. Yeah. So we have mid-roll and pre-roll uh, with Facebook and YouTube that are monetizing, you know, our our inventory on their platforms. Uh, so that's a part of the model, but. The main model for us is, of course, branded content. Right. So how do we leverage our expertise uh, of creating you know, engagement around content for brands? Uh, so it could be sponsorships on existing formats where we can go to a brand and say, we have those formats around gaming, beauty, that are extremely successful, driving millions of views, and you can be in those formats. Uh, so they will have you know, a lot of engagement around their 
you know, it could be product placement or sponsorship, and that's already very attractive. But we can also create custom content for brands and use our technology and our content expertise to create the best content for their brand, but not only creating content, but also uh, guarantee the distribution. Because a lot of brands create content, yeah. sometimes it costs a lot of money, uh, usually it costs a lot of money, right. uh, but then they don't have the distribution guarantee. Uh, so what they have when they work with us is they have this content expertise, but also know that they will get hundred thousand of views, a million of views, just because we have these very engaged channels, yes. very engaged community. Uh, and I think the combination of content creation and distribution are extremely important. So that's a question I was going to ask you, because people watching one of these videos, they may or may not be aware it's a Kelly video, they're going to think of it as being on a channel. So what are your well-known channels? What are your yeah, so ones? we, so for us, branding is extremely important. I think that, you know, in this meet, distribution era, uh, it's all about creating brands um, and uh, this is why all our channels are branded. So Kelly is an umbrella brand, uh, but our, our channels uh, have their own brand. So we have Gameology for gaming, uh, we have Oh My Goal, uh, which is our uh, soccer channel, uh, Beauty Studio is our beauty channel, um, and we have Genius Club, which is our tech and science channel, and we're going to release new verticals and new brands uh, this year. Okay. I want to come on to a couple of topics which I think are very important for the space. Um, but just before we do that, I know you're producing original content, but give me some sense, what's the balance between original content and content you source from elsewhere? I don't know, maybe from influencers or from... Yeah, from sure. So basically our, our ambition and our goal is to, you know, trying to borrow passions mm -hmm. and try to make sure that people interact around their passion. This is what we want to do. So it could be with our content, but it could be with influencers' content. Uh, and especially in this new world, influencers have you know an important part, and that's why we are also curating a lot of influencers' content. So uh, I would say that 40% of our content comes from users or influencers. 40% um, of our content is what we call the text on screen format, mm -hmm. so content that we repackage for social storytelling, um, and 20% is 100% original. You know, like. I see. And our ambition is that by the end of this year, 2018, we'll have 50% of our content that will be fully produced uh, in-house. Um, and right now we have around 10 shows on Facebook Watch mm -hmm. uh, that are uh, extremely successful um, average um, views per episode are around a million um, and um, these are all content that we produce in-house. Starting to become a fairly significant content producing studio in other words. Yeah, exa exactly. That's, that's really our ambition and I think that, you know, this influencers content or those newsfeed videos really help us to understand uh, and to create the best original shows. Because we use the experience that we have from those videos to see what's, what works, what doesn't work, um, what are the kind of, you know, like the new trends, uh, the new things. And at the end, these videos give us a lot of data mm -hmm. to uh, help us creating the best original show. So a great example is Freestyle Ultimate Battle, which mm -hmm. was our first Facebook watch show. It's a show around freestyle soccer. Um, 
And this is a trend that we detected through our tool, our own tool. We saw that freestyle soccer was a very, very big trend in, in soccer. We distributed a lot of influencers content around freestyle soccer. And we knew that uh, if we had to create a show around football, it would be a freestyle soccer show. Um, so by the learnings that we have, you know, with all this influencers content uh, and the tool, like we knew that we had to create a show around that topic and this show, you know, became extremely successful. Uh, same for body painting. We saw oh, this trend yeah. uh, in beauty to our tool and through influencers. We tested a lot of content in the feed um, thanks to our partners and our influencers network. Um, and once we had, you know, enough experience of understanding what works, uh, we created our own show on body painting, which is called Beauty Well. And again, this has been a, a successful show on Facebook Watch. So we're basically leveraging all this content uh, and all these learnings to create uh, the best uh, original shows. Okay. Um, and I think that today it's really important to be extremely efficient, you know, and make sure that every time you create a show, you, you have a good chance that it will be successful. Uh, so. Okay, well, you introduced the two topics I wanted to drill a little bit further down into. One is Facebook Watch, the other is Video Analytics. So on Facebook Watch, it's been around, I think, since sometime last year, latest last year. It's not yet, I don't think, on the tip of everyone's tongue like YouTube. Everyone knows what YouTube is. Yeah. We're, we're very accustomed to it. But Facebook Watch seems to have the potential to become very important and maybe even a, a challenger to YouTube. So just tell the listeners what Facebook Watch is all about. Yeah, I think, I think you're right. I think it definitely could be a very important competitor to, to YouTube. Um, I think what Facebook is trying to do here is we're used to the newsfeed experience where it's more like a push experience where mm -hmm. you get feeds, you, you get videos you know, on, on your feed and you're just scrolling. Uh, but I think what Facebook is trying to do here is having a tab in their own app where you go and see videos. So it's more like a pool ex experience. Um, and this is a place where you will, you know, you will only get videos uh, and you will take the time to see quality content. Right. Um, so, of course, it's a bet because people are used to the feed and they're not used to, you know, going to another tab on the Facebook, on the Facebook, uh, on the Facebook app. But I think that if they actually build bridges be between the feed to Facebook app, uh, to the Facebook watch tab, and if you know the quality of content is constantly getting better and better, people will get used you know, to this new experience and it will be extremely successful. Um, and from what we are seeing there um, and is that audience is increasing uh, on our shows. Mm -hmm. um, so Beauty Hacks is one of our other shows the first episode get around like 800,000 views to a million views. Right now our episode get average 8 million views to 10 million views. So, you know, it's a perfect place to build um, a loyal audience, uh, probably better than the feed, uh, and where the quality of content is much better. Um, so that's definitely uh, something to follow, I think, this year. And is there a sense that the content there is for want of a better word, more curated than the content on YouTube where anyone can upload a two-second video of anything. Yeah, I, you know, I think it's a, 
I think they both could live together. <laughs> I think there are enough people, you know, on both apps to actually uh, create two successful platforms. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, it's 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 different kind of different kind of shows. Uh, and the big difference uh, with with YouTube, I think that peop- it's more social right. at the end. You know, people are yes. commenting a lot. They are sharing. They are still liking the the content. So a good example is a show that we released called Riddle Midis. So it's a show around riddles, um, and this is a trend that we saw through our tool. That riddles were extremely successful. Um, the first episode got twenty million views, and I think we had like around ten thousand comments, mm-hmm. just people commenting, you know, on riddles and trying to find the answers. Um, so this is something that you cannot have on, on YouTube where it's more like a pa- passive right. uh, experience. Uh, so that's really interesting and that's why there is space for niche shows uh, where you will see a lot of engagement um, and yeah, I think it's a very interesting platform. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's some, I, I was taking a look at it yesterday and something which did strike me was that you have a seamless sharing Capability. Obviously, there are ways to share YouTube videos, but it's very easy to share something on Facebook Watch with your network. Exactly. It's you know, it's Facebook is, is a social platform. Yeah. You know, at the the core, Facebook is that. So, I think there are that's the main difference with with, with YouTube, and uh, that's why for us it's really important because we are focusing on niche and right. communities, and we want people to engage around our content. Um, so that's actually the perfect place. Uh, for, for, for our shows. Okay, and one last topic, and I think this is a topic which is very interesting from a number of angles. We're very accustomed to the ability to analyze large quantities of text. Recent years have been huge strides in being able to analyze images. Yeah. And something you alluded to earlier, this ability now to analyze video uh, from your perspective, in order to see what's working in there and what can be iterated yeah. and what can be improved. And we may have to use the AI term here. Yeah. <laughs> how, how are you going about this? Yeah, so for us, the main idea here is to say that social distribution is, you know, is managed by an algorithm. It's not people deciding which content they want to distribute or broadcast. Uh, so it's for us very important to understand how the, other, how the, how the algorithm works. Um, so we have different tools. Uh, the first tool is, of course, detecting trends. So every time you know, there is something uh, going viral somewhere in our categories, we can detect it before everyone else. So it gives our content producers trends and IDs uh, around content. Um, and the second thing is about optimizing uh, the content creation process. So, of course, uh, it's all about creativity at the end, and it's still what matters, and you want to have the best producers uh, in-house to create the best content. But if you can give them the right tools to make their to make their content better, that's what we're trying to do. So it starts by um, data like around retention, for example. Mm-hmm. So the tool that we have can tell our content producer there's something wrong for example, at five seconds of your video, people are dropping, so maybe you should change something here. Uh, so we're 
basically using all the previous video that we posted and that we distributed to give them insights around what will be working, what will not be working. It could be also the thumbnail or the tagline. Mm -hmm. uh, so we can do A-B testing around thumbnails and taglines to make sure that people actually click to the content. So it's like you were the editor-in-chief of the New York Times and you could actually test different headlines. Okay. Uh, or, and this is what we're doing for every video. And at the end, when you optimize everything, uh, you know, you get a better distribution and probably better content too for, for our users. Uh, and I think this is what really matters. This is something that Netflix does, you know, for mm -hmm. their own platform. And this is something that we do for social distribution. Um, and this is how we find content IDs and this is how we optimize all our uh, content production. And you're actually going into the video, you're not just looking at how the video is tagged or what it's called, you're actually going into the video and seeing how audiences react while the video is playing. Ex exactly, yeah. and we are, and the more we're producing videos, you know, the more we have data and the more we can actually improve the content production. So, but it's, you know, it's always a mix of creativity and, and data. It's not only data, yep. <laughs> it's like giving the right tools to the right persons. Uh, but yeah, we're going more and more into the video and give insights on what has been working, what has not been working. Um, and uh, this is how we found, you know, the riddle show. This is how we found the the, the, the body painting show. Right. Um, and this is part of our expertise that we can also bring to, to brands. So, for example, um, I cannot disclose the name of the client, but mm -hmm. like we had a trailer from a client that wanted uh, distribution on gameology. And we saw that people were dropping, you know, like <laughs> after three seconds. Uh, and so we told the client, look, this is what we have from our tool. There's something wrong here. We have to change the content. But we had the, da the data to back this speech. So they basically agreed changing their trailer. We changed it and the trailer went viral. Um, so I think this is really important to have those tools. And I think that social distribution is all about creativity, but efficiency too. Um, and this is what we're doing. That's great. Creativity and data, that could be our theme for 2018. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel I know a lot more about social video distribution than I did 20 minutes ago. So, Michael, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much for having me.